0: Hi, this is Mark Arnold, and welcome to Fun Ideas Podcast number 186. The Fun Ideas Podcast is brought to you in part by Freaky Magazine. Hey, kids, have you read Freaky, the magazine of weird humor for freaks like you? Freaky Magazine is a way-out collection of weirdo comics, kooky gags, photo funnies, social satire, and surreal collage. 52 pages of insanity in the tradition of magazines of yore like Cracked, Blah, and Zap. Special offer for fun ideas listeners. Get a free sample copy in the mail, made of smelly newsprint and smudgy ink the old fashioned way. Just message your mailing address to theslowpoisoner at gmail.com. That's theslowpoisoner at gmail.com while
1: supplies last. So now it's Mark Arnold's latest book called Pac-Man, the first animated show based upon a video game. This book tells the story of Pac-Man phenomenon and goes through the entire history of the Hanna-Barbera Animation Studios, the history of the video game, pre-Pac-Man, the history of Pac-Man, the character, the video game, the spin-off, the merchandise, and the animated TV series. Each and every episode of the Classic 1980 series is covered and examined. Plus, Mark Arlow covers how Pac-Man has been honored on various anniversaries, including the 40th anniversary in 2021. A fun read for casual and hardcore Pac-Man and video game fans alike, featuring mini-character model sheets and other images, available online through Bear Manor Media, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. Get your copy today.
0: The Salem Paracon takes place November 12th and 13th at Salem State University. One of their special guests is Christine DeBell. You may know her from the movie Meatballs, and also in Holy Terror, Life Pod, and so many other films. She looks forward to seeing you again at Salem Paracon, November 12th and 13th at Salem State University.
2: Friends, have you tried Lee's Comics? Lee's Comics is better than the leading comic book store. Wait a minute. Lee's Comics is the leading comic book store.
1: Based on arbitrary standards set by Lee Hester himself.
0: Lee's Comics was named as one of the 21 best online dealers by PopOptique.com. To shop the Lee's Comics eBay store, go to eBay and search for Lee's Comics, Inc. That's L-E-E-S-C-O-M-I-C-S-I-N-C, period. Don't forget the period. Mention the Fun Ideas podcast when you order, and you'll receive a free bonus gift. As the pandemic is now lifting somewhat, I am making more personal appearances at shows in Oregon and California. Check my Facebook page as to where I might be next, usually working with Lee's Comics. I'm getting closer to finishing my Mad and My Turtles books, Another Monkeys book is on the horizon, as well as a book about TV animation studios. And look for more articles from me in Back Issue, Alter Ego, and Hogan's Alley, and various guest appearances on other podcasts, including those by Ed Rising, Hudson Ranney, Dennis Ball, Phil Hall, and others. My Pac-Man book is my latest release. Look for my Disney book and my Warren Kramer book coming soon. On today's show, we have an actress appeared in such films as I Want to Hold Your Hand, the main event and meatballs and she will be a special guest at the upcoming Salem Paracon on November 12th. Here she is Christine DeBell. Hi this is Mark Arnold with another episode of Fun Ideas Podcast and today I have on the show Ms. Christine DeBell. How are you?
3: Good how are you?
0: and you may recognize her from such movies as meatballs or i want to hold your hand or i don't know you did quite a quite a few different uh yeah. films over the years yeah um,
3: my Brothers. Yeah. yeah.
0: and um we're also here and i'll say it at the beginning then we'll re-promote it later in the show uh you were a special guest at the salem paracon on november 12th and 13th is that
3: correct I I will be yes, and I'm very I'm looking forward to it. I've never been to Salem before. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. too bad it's not on Halloween weekend.
0: Yes, really. <laughs> well I and have. I
2: might, uh, I might
3: see Bette Midler
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> I have, but I've been to Salem, Oregon, because I'm in Oregon. Actually, <laughs> I'm I have been to Massachusetts before, but more Boston area. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Now, where do you reside in normally?
3: I I live in upstate New York.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know if you're in
3: what,
0: L.A. or New York, or so if you're in the East Coast, it's very close. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, um, basically, I first got to know you from probably what is arguably one of your biggest films, uh, which is Meatballs, <laughs> and admittedly, I thought you were very attractive. You still are. And so, you know, I'm, I'm in my fifties. So, you know, it's like, uh, I'm going to be 56. So, you know, you could tell what age I was versus what yeah, age right. you were. Hot and chick. I'm like, this is one hot chick. Okay. So I'll just get that out of the way. Yeah, but right. Anyway,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, It's like, I know it's like, I fell in love with you at meatballs. There's an age, right? Like- yeah.
0: Yeah and of course I was not going in for you unfortunately I was going in for Bill Murray because the original Saturday Night Live was the hottest thing out there oh yeah Um, now did you sign up to do that movie prior to him becoming a big star in Saturday Night Live or what was the timing on all that
3: um the timing was you know I just auditioned for a film and they said you have it and you know and I and come to find out Ivan knew Bill and said, Bill, I want you to need you to do this film. And he wouldn't answer him. Come on, (laughs) you got to come out. And he showed up late. Mm. Ivan truly did not know if he was going to show up on set or not, but he finally did. Yeah.
0: Mm.
3: And you know, the rest is history.
0: Right. Um, I've read that that was, I don't know about now for Bill Murray, but back then, like I read the book about Caddyshack, he was notoriously late on that and he didn't even want to do it. And then they finally, convinced him so i guess that's ju- just as modus operandi back yeah, then <laughs> i
3: would say so yeah isn't that funny
0: yeah he yeah. yeah. came um, out
3: of second yeah. city right and then he just started saturday mm-hmm. night live and it's like oh wow tv this is nice it's like wait a minute you want me to make a movie no i don't i don't i don't i really don't know what he was thinking at the time but yeah
0: now how was meatballs presented to you i mean if was bill murray already signed saying hey it's this wacky bill murray comedy or is it just the oh, summer no, camp no. comedy how did they yeah. present it to you
3: yeah, well, for me, you know, sorry, my nose is itchy. That's okay. <laughs> as an um, as an actress, I mean, I just my agent called and said you got an audition. And I went to the audition and I read uh, for the character and of Al, and then went home and you know fingers crossed because it would be awesome to get a, a you know a movie part and <laughs> and I got it right. Yeah. But I you know I didn't know anything about Bill and I'm I think even did i even watch saturday night live i mean i kn- know later <laughs> i yeah uh, i don't remember it being on then.
0: well I'm, when was it filmed because sometimes it takes 70, like a... 79
3: well it okay. came out in 70 70, late 70 okay yeah okay was it
0: filmed the same year or was it the year before that's why i was yeah ask. okay All right. It was
3: filmed in September. So they have gotten it ready by the end of 79 for release. Mm
0: -hmm. So, yeah, I think, you know, since I was watching Saturday Night Live, uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi had just left. And so that actually allowed Bill Murray's stardom to go up because now he was the star of the show. Even though there's other people on the show had been there since the gang, like Gilda Radner and everything else, it somehow he filled the void for those two. I don't know how that kind of worked, but. You know. Yeah, well,
3: because they wanted to make movies.
0: Right, of course. The
3: opposite, right? They came to LA because they wanted to make films.
0: Right. And I know they all worked together before because, I mean, the whole history is National Lampoon and, you know, stage yeah. work, like you said, Second City and stuff like that. So yeah. um, now another film that you, that was out at the same time, I don't know the chronology of when you filmed them versus when they came out, right. because um, it's one of my favorite films is I Want to Hold Your Hand. And I had to think for a minute, to be honest, I was like, what's Christine in this? Where is she in this? I was like, wait a minute. And I was trying to think. And then I go, oh my God, it's that one scene where- <laughs>
3: you yes, know, Yeah, you know, one scene. You know, and it was so cool too. It's like, uh, you know, not knowing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Zemeckis, it's, it's always like post that you find- Zemeckis' directorial debut. Spielberg yep. is, and Spielberg was on set. Mm-hmm. And then I later heard from friends at Kaleidoscope. Oh my God, you worked with Spielberg! I'm like, I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, since it was just like. How, how long did it take to shoot your scenes for like one or two I, days really honestly, yeah
3: just a couple days I think yeah,
0: yeah yeah and the the only star I guess you kind of hung out with and even then you weren't talking with her was Teresa Saldana correct you know yeah. since your scene was kind of isolated you know so right. did you meet any of the other cast at all or was it just like i did my scene i'm out of here <laughs> or, yeah, or maybe well, a cast party know, or something uh,
3: usually i i am you know that's what you do when you're starting out you know i did my scene and i was out of there yeah. but i have you know eddie right he's in right. i have met them since then at signings and stuff like at the <laughs> hollywood show or something and uh and he's like oh my god you know we got to come <laughs> now don't so mm-hmm. yeah but it's, and, not, it's not like you're on set for six weeks and you you become like bosom buddies or something you
0: right know? right and i had to think about that because i said your scene yeah you don't have like eddie's not even in your scene you know or when yeah. you nope. joe sperber or any of the other people in the film they're all doing i assume they shoot shot other scenes at the same time elsewhere like in the hotel while you're shooting on a set or something or wherever
3: yeah no i don't think so usually you know it's once you know whatever for whatever reason those guys got the day off and they shot me my scenes I and see. then they would say and then they had to obviously report for the next day mm-hmm. uh, they wouldn't be unless you know they shot my scene in an hour and then they had they they had a later call or something. Mm-hmm.
0: You t- You seemed to be around in that time, late 70s, early 80s, seemed to like pop up in all sorts of different things. Like you're in the main event with uh, Barbara Streisand and uh, Ryan O'Neill. How did that one kind of come that about? That was the
3: coolest thing ever because I had done a lot of musical theater. I was a singer. And to meet Barbara Streisand was like, oh my gosh! And she hired me. I remember we're not for the audition. I was to audition, and I walked into her trailer, and she's sitting there in makeup, and we're chatting about, you know, doing theater upstate. And it was like, oh my! It was like I was like, oh my god, Barbara Streisand. Yeah.
0: Now, he- was that your first love to do is like theater, or were you trying to get into the films, or just whatever? direction no, you i
3: don't yeah no i mean i i just started do I did a lot of summer stock um like four years of summer stock theater musical theater because I was Mm -hmm. a singer and then at at, but I would had also modeled as a young child so Mm -hmm. I went to New York to get into uh and I ended up at Eileen Ford with Eileen Ford and I was with Eileen Ford for a short time and then I had my uh, you know then I started going out because like all the other models were going out on auditions for film films Mm -hmm. and television I'm like oh well I should be doing that too. (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> um now modeling um what types of things did you model were you on magazines or you on just products or a little bit of both or well i
3: what? i was i was on the cover of um roller skating magazine
0: hey. <laughs>
3: you know I, but a lot of it was let's just say here's what happened The film stuff happened so quickly that she brought me in and then what she would do is send me out to all of her photographers to have photos taken of me, you know, see photogenic or I don't know why, but that's how they get, you know, that's how, how it worked. And so before I actually even went on a job interview for Eileen, I was already starting a film
0: and um did you continue on with your modeling career later on or are you just too busy with films and no. other work at that point okay yeah. okay
2: Not really.
0: um let's see and then it seems like later on you kind of went from film back to stage and then back to film what was the reason for that what was what was going on in your life around that time
3: i um i came uh, you mean when i was working on that yeah so
0: in, in the I, 80s into the late 80s into the 90s you know, yeah well later. it was more
3: like into the 90s what, yeah, what happened yeah, is i didn't yeah. want to i want to raise my boys in the country where i was raised and you know on, on a big farm or something mm-hmm. so i did and there was there was a lot of theater there here so i uh i did a lot of theater here and then at some point i said you know what i think i'll go back
0: <laughs> very cool And so it's like your family basically dictated what you did, you know, or, you know, you you performed. Okay. So, all right. Very cool. Um, During that whole period of time, either during the time you were making films or during the later times when you had to make other choices because of your boys, um, were there any movies you wish you could have done that for whatever reason you either didn't make, make the cut or you just couldn't do it for whatever reason?
3: Well, I, the thing is I wasn't really auditioning at that time. Right. Cause okay. I just said, that's it. I'm, you know, yeah. I just, I did theater like I put them to bed and then go to the theater. So mm-hmm. I was there for them all day long. But there were absolutely, if I think about my career, I mean, because I ride horses, I would have killed to be like in a Western or be riding horses in a film. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm also like a Marvel fanatic because mm-hmm. obviously I have boys and we're all, you know. And you know, <laughs> that type of film, I would have worked have done. There are certain, you know, genres that I'm like, darn it, I didn't get to make those movies
0: nowadays you know there might be a possibility with the marvel universe since it keeps expanding you can probably get a role somewhere along the line because there's a lot of actors that uh, you go, oh, I haven't seen them in a while, and then suddenly they pop up, and they're suddenly, you know, uh, evil scientist or the the leader right, of the world headquarters of something or whatever, and they go, wow, you know, I mean, a good example is like Robert Redford was just suddenly in one of them, and it's like, wow, why why is he here,
3: <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know,
0: you know. yeah
3: but it's kind of cool though i mean yeah it is
0: very cool and you know i assume he's a fan if he's gonna do that he's not just doing it like i need the money it's more that yeah he probably exactly it's we
3: want you to play this and he's like well you know i've never played that before that might be fun yeah
0: and i'm sure that's how they got like michael douglas for ant-man different Mm -hmm. people like that so yeah your time may come (laughs) um let's see I just wanted to kind of run down kind of like the different actors you work with over the years and if you had any impressions either lasting or just at the time um jose Ferrar.
3: yeah and well jackie chan too right i mean yeah i was yeah. gonna
0: ask him next i'm <laughs> not going through the list but if well, you want to see them together that's fine
3: <laughs> what's interesting about that film which i have told this story before, is you know as a young actor and you know as i said you audition you don't know you get it you don't get it whatever you go in a lot of auditions the percentages of films you get are, or even tv shows is not high i would say mm-hmm. compared to the amount of uh, auditions you have but i did audition for that film and they wanted me and they i got the role and then i was uh, a friend was driving me and he i forget how the accident happened but i got this scar and, you know, so I said, oh, well, I've lost that part. And they said, no, we're going to wait for it to heal. <laughs> it was like, wait, what? You're <laughs> kidding me. So, yeah. So, but working with Jackie was great. I mean, I, and Jose Ferrer was like, oh my gosh, he's you know, crazy. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I, it was like, I mean, I knew who he was because I was a fan of old movies. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I am working with Jose Ferrer. And Jackie was a, a sweetheart. I mean, I would say that, and so incredibly talented, right? With the uh, but physically talented beside just not just the acting. But I did spend most of the film working on his lines and the you know the pronunciation in, in English.
2: Hmm, no, yeah. It,
3: yeah. So every night we'd be going over it. <laughs> you know, what we were shooting the next day. No, it sounds you know, sound, you know <laughs> <laughs> and he still actually has quite the accent, mm-hmm. even in more recent films, I would say
0: uh another one is richard gear
3: yes i was in well jackie chan's first american film yeah, richard yeah. gear's first film mm-hmm. you know tony lobianco um yeah it was it no it was really uh, the director right i'm like wait i and you know i don't find these things out till later right That <laughs> to kill a mockingbird and i'm like whoa um but no, I thought you know Richard was terrific. I mean, he was he was really a terrific actor, and mm-hmm. obviously it was his first film, so he, I uh, yeah, no, I I thought he was great.
0: Mm-hmm. And then uh, Harry Anderson, he's, he seems like a, an interesting person from Night Court and everything else. Yeah,
3: he was the best. I had the most fun on that show, and it was also my first time doing live television. Mm-hmm where they do it in front of an audience, right? So in this, this in that show and others, I guess I've never done one, we rehearsed all week and then we were going to do it in front of an audience.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I, and it was, and then of course, the night where we are going on Friday night, they come and say, you know, we, we've kind of changed our mind about the, you know, the opening scene. Can you t- read the, can we, can you memorize these lines? And I'm like, sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to take a bite of something while I study my new lines for the opening scene that's going to happen in 20 minutes, you know, or whatever it was, an hour. Mm-hmm. But um, but it was that was so fun and he was amazing. I mean, everyone on that show was funny, wonderful, Don La Roquette. Mm -hmm. it's such a great show how many
0: you you were on there a few times how many i mean no no, no, just
3: once no i I thought you were on there a couple times i was oh so so hoping it's like (laughs) you want me back to play his girlfriend again no no
0: no. i could have sworn you were back okay so now i know i haven't watched it in years but it's like hey you know uh ann wharton is another person
3: ann wharton
0: yeah did i write that down oops
3: is that it was that a character i played No.
0: no let me look i got the shock cinema i think there's a picture over in here <laughs> what was he in? Ah, i should have put what people are in
3: um oh wait a minute you were actually the, the... expecting my 60 how old am <laughs> i my brain to remember
0: <clears throat> i will refresh your memory here it's the great american girl robbery which i honestly have not seen so
3: Oh, yeah, that was, that was one of the, uh, yeah, that was (laughs) a wide film. Yeah, pretty Mm -hmm. funny. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, because this, well, whatever. Yes, I don't want to. I barely, that was like the first, one of the first films I did. And so it was like, Mm -hmm. nerve wracking in that, you know, you kind of don't know, you're, you know, I mean, sure, I'm going to walk in and act and I can act. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's like understanding lighting and you know they're setting up and where do you want me to be that kind of stuff but it was a fun film Mm -hmm. i haven't seen it was like one of those films in the 70s that they played late night right late night television because a lot of them were all of them were topless maybe but me i'm like
0: (laughs) i like i said i haven't seen so maybe i shouldn't have brought that one up (laughs) anyway uh, moving (laughs) on anyway (laughs) um (laughs) Let's see. And I did mention Teresa Saldana because, you know, it's like she, you know, did great in the I Want to Hold Your Hand and, you know, yeah, it's like, so great. you know, where she's like yeah. lurking around the room trying to get the the tickets out of the yeah, guy's the, trousers. Whole,
3: the whole, that whole movie, the concept, everything about it, the way it was written and the actors was just yeah. incredible.
0: Very cool. Okay, so, um, so... Like I said earlier at the top of the show, uh, one is uh, the reason that one of the reasons you're here is to kind of promote the Salem Paracon which is going to be at November 12th and 13th at Salem State University in Salem, Massachusetts. Now,
3: yeah. uh,
0: how did you get involved with this? How do you know Charles? <laughs> you well, know I know Charles have... knows everybody, but you know. No, I just <laughs> met him
3: via Zoom the other the other night. No, oh, really? I, oh, okay. I have an agent, right, for signings. Like you would have an agent for acting. So I have an agent for signings. Okay. And I think he knows Charles. And he said, would you like to do you know, because it's really more scary stuff, and you know, it also wasn't exactly scary. I I was in a few sort of scary movies yeah. lately, um, but yeah. So he he was like, oh my gosh, I'd love to have Christine DeBell. and I'm thrilled too because I have, you know, as I said, I've never been to Salem, mm-hmm. really excited about seeing it, and but just to I'm only going to be there on Saturday, so is that the twelfth? Just to yes. be. Because- if yep. you want to see me, you need to come on Saturday.
0: All right. <laughs> now, do you have any personal paranormal experiences in your life?
3: <laughs> it's so funny. You would ask because I was, <laughs> you know, sometimes you you're, you like, don't want to talk about that because, you know, people think you're, mm, depending <laughs> on you're yeah. but, um, have I had paranormal? Hmm uh, I would say that I am thinking and I'm thinking right now Mm -hmm. to the best of my ability that I haven't actually had any, Mm -hmm. but I would be so excited. I believed like in, I read a lot of sci-fi when I was a kid, my father loved it. I love it. Like, you know, childhood's end and Mm -hmm. all these. So I used to take walks up to the cemetery and say, come and get me, come pick me up. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm going to go for a ride in this spaceship. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, because I was young, and I would say the same thing about paranormal. I mean, I haven't experienced it, but I absolutely and open am open minded to all of that. I mean, we, right. we can't be so selfish to think that we're the only. Yeah, that there, <laughs> that there aren't other that other things don't exist besides us. Yes.
2: I, I will
0: <laughs> say that I don't think I've had a specific paranormal experience, but. Uh, I don't know if you ever used to watch the show, Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack years ago at all. Okay. Uh, but uh, the only reason I mentioned that is because this is when they covered it, where I grew up in California and there used to be a Toys R Us. The Toys R Us building is still there, but Toys R Us, of course, is out of business. But uh, it was the haunted Toys R Us. And so I would go over there. It was in Sunnyvale, California. And I'd go over there because I would like, oh i wonder if i'll see or hear anything but it was never like what they purported on the unsolved mystery of course they make it (laughs) all spooky and everything and they go at late at night uh toys get knocked off the shelves and things like that and it's like you know it's like i don't know was it
3: still open when you went there
0: yeah yeah i mean it was open oh. until you know toys r us went bankrupt maybe five six years ago or something like that you know so you know I, I just would go over there supposedly and this is what had happened later on but this is after even i went there because i'd go there every so often as right close enough to my house uh they had a seance there once and they brought people there doing an exorcism or something and it supposedly solved everything and uh there's no more ghosts there so oh, oh well
3: <laughs> oh what, what it, yeah what is that called they had to give them all permission to you know cross over For exactly. whatever happened, they yep. needed to see someone or yeah that's so cool yeah. <laughs>
0: So um I was one of the people who proofread Charles's book about this as paranormal uh activities. Uh we're not really promoting his book. So if I get the title wrong, so Charles, sorry. But it's paranormal activities in the state of Connecticut is really what the book is about. And different people submitted their different stories and and things like that. Oh, that's that,
3: so. so cool.
0: So but uh he's not unique in stuff like that. I mean, I'm here in Oregon, and because it's around Halloween, I look at the 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 books that are set out for halloween and they got a paranormal book about act- things that happened in oregon so i'm sure there's been different experiences everywhere for different people so anyway
3: yep well i would say yeah absolutely it's mm-hmm. the same thing about people that swear they see spaceships or get taken for a ride in a spaceship
2: mm-hmm.
0: and have you ever seen anything like that possibly a ufo or anything like that, well, that you i was think-
3: hoping remember i took the walk and i'm like right right <laughs> pick me up i want to go for a ride i want to go to space yeah it'll
0: yeah. be really cool as you go to this convention on november 12th and you'll see something there you know, when you're <laughs>
3: yeah there. Right. exactly yes. yes it's like opening a closet it's like oh there it is <laughs>
0: So are you, uh, What what is your participation there? Are you just signing photos and meeting people or?
2: Yeah,
3: you, I mean, that's, yeah. So I'm going to f- uh, drive in on in the morning and I'll be there. Cause I think it starts at 11, maybe. I'm not sure. I guess I should. Yeah, I didn't write the title. <laughs> yeah, well, but yeah, no, I'm going to, yeah, that's what I do. I'll they'll have a table set up probably. And I sell my wares, mm-hmm. take pictures with people, chat with people like I'm doing with you that have questions about, oh, tell me about this. And I'm like, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, do you do a lot of different shows like uh, you know besides this one? Where where ha- are you planning? Because I know we had the pandemic, so a lot of people didn't go around and about. Yeah, but like are there plans pandemic. for like uh, the end of the year and uh, into twenty twenty three?
3: For yeah, I was supposed to do um, Chiller, which is in oh, New Jersey, yeah. and um, that was canceled because of the pandemic. So I just recently did that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I did that one. You know, it's interesting. I mean, I don't search them out. Like I, I someone just said to me, Oh my gosh, can't you come to Vancouver? And I was like, well, wow, that would be really perfect because it's Canadian and meatballs fans. And so I, I call my agent and say, um, can you look into getting me in Vancouver? But that's how it goes. It's like mm-hmm. someone, a fan may say, do you, can you come here? Yeah. And I'll, I'll be like, I can try
0: yeah
3: i did um, chicago the hollywood show also had a chicago so i've been to chicago with the hollywood show a couple of times last okay
0: yeah, I've been my to first
3: the... one was the coolest which was that so the very first hollywood show in california my i my agent said you should do a show and i said what do you mean what what kind of show what, what is that and <laughs> Because I had, and I was like, no, 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 I, I'm a working actor. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Isn't that what actors that aren't working do? Maybe I, I had, to and so anyway, I, I, did the show. It was fabulous, and people, because it was my first show, mm-hmm. people came drove from Oregon they flew in from the Midwest they came from all over and it was so I was like wait a minute I because you know what it's like when you're wor- working as an actor you don't I didn't know I had fans I yeah. you know I remember getting fa- a fan letter once and it, and when I was living in Los Angeles in the Late seventies, early eighties, I guess, and he said, "I wish I knew where you lived because I'd sit on your roof and wait for you to come out and jump." I was like, "Oh my!" So I guess I maybe in that context, I was a little. It was a little scary. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know that getting autographs was a thing either. It's like, people yeah, an autograph. Yeah. So, <laughs> i did not know anything about it so it was really it's really been you know a fun journey to you know do those types of things to meet fans and talk to fans and you know i've had people come to the hollywood show dressed in characters from meatballs it's so great
0: (laughs) well i'm glad you enjoyed it more than i have to tell you this this is also the hollywood show Uh, i went to it a couple times probably about 10 years ago um and they had a cast reunion for Laverne and Shirley. And fortunately, most of the people that were there have passed. But uh, Penny Marshall was there, and it was like her first show. And she wasn't getting it. She wasn't into it at all. And she was just kind of grousing and grumbling. and just, yeah. I don't get this. I don't know why people want my autograph. <laughs> so.
3: Yeah, no, I have. I, 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 Was I at that show? No, but I have seen some people that, you know, aren't as happy about it
0: or yeah it, and i was i was within it, earshot when i said that and i said you know it's like well it's like it's a chance to meet people that like your work and stuff like that and she just she was just like <laughs> maybe yeah. she's having a bad day i don't know or <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> maybe
3: he's just was in a yeah grumpy mood yeah
0: yeah yeah but that's the only thing i noticed uh, uh it was uh i don't i think it was that show but it might have been i, I did like two or three right in a row but uh, one of them was the very last almost the very last thing davy jones the monkeys did and so this is like in february of 2012 and yeah, um i've i've told this story many times but i'll say it again is that uh if there was a bet as to who wouldn't be with us after february I wouldn't have bet on davy jones because he was like all animated and everything like that and at the same show there was uh martin landau who was looking pretty elderly at that time but he lived a few more years and then carla lemley who was the daughter of the founder of universal still, and she was 105 and she still lived a couple more years I Oh, carl
3: Lumley, i did um what was that life pod i did with
0: carl yeah hmm. wow okay um, but at the That's time I met her, she was hundred and five, you know. So anyway, but um signing autographs. Yeah. What?
3: And still signing autographs,
0: yeah. Still signing autographs, yeah. And um, um, I don't know how much of an autograph hound I am, but I, I just enjoy meeting and talking to people. That's part of the reason I do this podcast and things like yeah, that. right,
3: exactly. No, I you get know. that.
0: And so when Charles said, Hey, I want you to have Christine on your show, and I and had Christine, who oh. Oh yeah. (laughs) Pretty no, I hate to say that, but I knew you from meatballs. But I said, (laughs) what else has she done? I have to look it up and everything. Like, oh yeah. But like I said, it's like uh the, i want to hold your hand i've seen that so many times and it's like oh it's that scene because i do, I, I don't
2: right, right, think yeah, about right. that scene
0: because i always think about the scenes where they're trying to get on the show and you know the beatles are on stage performing and everything and it's like um i'm glad your scene made it in it made it a, it a more well-rounded picture as opposed to just you yeah, right, exactly.
3: <laughs> know <exactly. laughs> right exactly yeah because yeah, it really was
0: yeah because it could have just been Beatles come to do show, do show the end, you know, but it was nice to have all those little side stories. I thought that made it more interesting. So Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know if I have any more questions right now. I hate to say that because, you know, it just kind of, is there any films you are like, especially proud of, or do you wish people, this is like a two-part question, or is there a film in your backlog that you wish had a little more notoriety or fame that uh, people don't really talk about.
3: (laughs) No, I I mean, I don't think so, because I, you know, most people, it's meatballs, and I'm right there with you, because we had as much fun making that as I think people, you know, felt when they saw it, and the other thing, the reason why I loved it so much is that when you work in theater or in film, whatever, but that you know, improvisation. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and oftentimes it's like, I'll say to a director, are you married to these words? Because you know what I'm saying? yeah. Because it's like, I would say it in a different way or whatever. And sometimes, oh no, what is, this is what's written. And so in, with meatballs, Mm -hmm.
2: you
3: know, Bill was all about um, improvisation. And so, and Ivan just ran with it. It was like, what what makes me, th- you know, in the opening scene where Bill says the rules, the gentleman will be in, and then he's ripping up the rules in the trash can. Mm-hmm. And that, I feel like that was the beat, that was the script. Mm-hmm. So we were all, and you know, in the, the scene, in the girl's cabin, mm-hmm. when I'm crawling on the floor, I said, well, why don't we try this? And ha- let's pop our heads out of the tree like uh, Laurel and Hardy, whatever. <laughs> You know, it's all so and that's why I love it so much, because we all had the opportunity to have an input in 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 what it became. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think you said, uh, you know, I keep promoting this, but you sell these copies uh, the Shock Cinema interview with you. Uh, I think you said it in there that the improv aspect of it was uh, a part uh, that you like the most about doing meatballs. Yes. You know, you
2: yeah. Know. And
3: it's true because it's it's just I mean, I don't know how to explain it, right? But it's just, mm-hmm. you know, there they, and surely there are incredible films made with beautifully written scripts. <laughs> but when someone comes and says, Oh, well, let's try this, let's try that, and it's like, wow, yeah, that's more like theater.
0: Yeah. I think I think comedy tends to lend itself more to you know, kind of improv, yeah. I would think, you know, you yeah. correct no, I, me if yeah. I'm wrong. I mean, I've done precious little acting, but I, you know, I know enough about it, you know, that uh, it just seems like um, if you're doing a drama, the whole point is to get that story across and you can't really go off onto some tangent because well, then yeah. it's suddenly comedy. You know? so. yeah, right,
3: exactly.
0: So.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. It does absolutely lend itself. mm
0: mm-hmm um at this point you said uh you're still working actress uh so are there any projects that we should look forward to uh, oh no from... no
3: I'm not really oh, oh okay
0: oh it's yeah. when you started no, doing no, these no. autograph shows you said that uh, okay okay
3: <laughs> I thought that was right. Pretty... I just you know took a break I was you know making films in mm-hmm. LA and I was like you know what I I want to move back to the country and mm-hmm. you know I mean, I guess if someone knocked on my door and said, "I've got this amazing film," right. you know, we're filming it. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm. I have been contacted on. Okay. Okay. But,
0: so, hey, Disney with the Marvel Universe, get this person.
3: <laughs> I usually take people with a little more star quality. So I would love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: oh i would just love to see you just have a cameo based on you know, uh, just our little chit chat here today you know?
3: yeah, something about a meatball hitting me in the face or something yeah, that would yeah, be pretty
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um all right um well uh uh is there anything else other than you know we cut kind of talked about the personal appearances and things like that uh are you in the process of working on say a book or anything else or any other projects people should be aware of
3: um not me per se okay. and i've been asked a lot of people have asked me if they could write my story my life story, mm-hmm. but my son has taken it on my son's a writer okay he's working on other projects right now but at some point he wants to be the one and i said absolutely as my son cool. you are it
0: Okay. So that's not uh, completed at any time yeah. soon, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise I'd say, hey, do the plug for that. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and um, I guess, you know, if people want to uh, contact you other than at shows, uh, like if they wanted to get a signed autograph through the mails or some other way. Well, um, you know,
3: I, they do con- because I'm on social media. It's uh, like, be contacted on Christine DeBell on Instagram, Christine DeBell on Twitter Christine DeBell on on uh my Facebook fan page.
0: Okay, very good. All right. And um well, we're all looking forward to. I wish I could be there, but you're 3,000 miles away. <laughs> uh, oh my but, God, uh, you know i know. You <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, I'll probably be in Salem, Oregon, which is only an hour away, but uh, anyway. yeah, right, exactly.
3: <laughs> Oh, I know Christine, by the way, I'm going to Salem too, but a different Salem.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. Um well I hope they uh do some sort of witch trial or something there. It'd be kind of interesting since yeah. it's set in Salem and everything. Like yeah, that. that
2: should be But
0: important. um uh do you want to give an extra plug uh about your appearance? I'll let you do that. So have the fun. where
3: my Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, come uh I will be at the Salem Paracon on November 12th. <laughs> Yes, so be be there or be square. You know, you want to come to Salem and you, you get to see me too. Woohoo!
0: Yay. Um, now I was looking on the website, it says other special guests. Do you happen to know any of the other special guests? It's very tight-lipped right now and really? I'm like oh my god you know I'm sure that be... I was
3: the only special guest yeah, what the <laughs> it might be,
0: but I, I don't know it says around 50 special guests and I'm like wow you know but they might be authors and other things you know paranormal yeah, experts yeah. and stuff yeah so but it doesn't it doesn't oh. list anything on the website so yeah. I can't ask anything about yeah, that yeah okay well
3: you can't ask me I don't know okay. but so make sure if, if you're coming to see me on Saturday the
0: well,
3: well, <laughs> be sure to come to Salem, Mass, not Salem, Oregon.
0: That's correct. <laughs> uh, if you look for Christine with me in Salem, Oregon, you'll be severely disappointed. <laughs> so, anyway, um, well, I guess uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, do a short and sweet show, which is fine. You know, I've done those, yep. and you know, I don't want to belabor it. It was
3: so nice me. meeting you, and it was thank was very for for nice meeting you. Me and... and to my fans
0: yay and um you know be sure to see christine DeBell at the salem paracon on november 12th only you can attend the convention on the 12th and the 13th but this lady christine DeBell, will only be there the 12th so i would say spend your time with her on the 12th and then come back on the 13th and spend time with the 49 other guests so <laughs> all right um so i appreciate you being my guest today christine and it was a pleasure Thank talking you. with you
3: And thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you. And we will talk to you soon. Okay. And and that wraps up another Fun Ideas podcast. And we will see you next time. Yep. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Christine DeBell, for being my special guest. Remember, you can always watch the video version of this episode on YouTube. Episode number 187 will be coming soon. If you would like to comment and or be a guest on this podcast, please drop me a line at funideas.mark at gmail.com. Become a patron of Mark Arnold and Fun Ideas Productions. If everyone listening just contributed a dollar a month, that would be a tremendous help in continuing the production of my books and this podcast. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel. The opening and closing music for the Fun Ideas Podcast is provided courtesy of Andrew the Slow Poisoner Goldfarb and is used with permission. This has been the Fun Ideas Podcast. This is Mark Arnold speaking. This episode is copyright 2022, Fun Ideas Productions. Thank you and good night. in darkest